We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Day three of the NFL Draft is complete. The Kansas City Chiefs welcoming six new players. Woo! Or five new players. I don't, I don't even know, but woo! What a day for uh, what a day for this draft. This has been so much fun. Uh, thank you, everybody, that has been listening to all these shows. Um, we really, really appreciate it. We've had an absolute blast covering the NFL draft with all of you. Uh, we're going to be breaking down the picks that the Chiefs made in day three of the NFL draft. And uh, Maddie Lane is here with me. Buddy, I mean... We're just having a we're having a wonderful time here right now. I mean, this yes, is, we are. This has been such a great draft, and like, I mean, there's not a lot to critique about it. I think about as perfect of a draft as you can you can have. I mean, it really was, right? Um, you know, we don't we haven't always agreed with some of Brett Veach's or the Kansas City Chiefs draft picks, right? Like, that's not and that's not saying good, bad. We've clearly been wrong on some of them. There's sometimes we've probably been a little bit closer to right than we were wrong, but like, we don't know. But here we are. We're sitting here after this draft, like. I have never been so excited for a Kansas City Chiefs draft class besides Patrick LeVon Mahomes. I've never been so excited leaving draft weekend. No. Playmakers, players I love from literally the start off the rip with Trent McDuffie down to this very last picks that we are seeing here on day three. This has been the best. Like This has been absolutely the best draft weekend. Hanging out with everybody from KC Sports Network at the Kingdom Barn Grill. Everybody that was watching along with us live the whole time. Like, it was all great. The Chiefs made five picks uh, today, not six. Uh, but our brains are mush because we've been covering this draft the entirety of the week. And we'll just kind of run down all of the picks that ch- the Chiefs made. There's a tr- there's a clear trend here with how they've approached this this draft that I think you're going to kind of notice with uh, with these picks. But we'll, 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 you'll see once you kind of reveal the entirety of them but josh williams uh out of fayetteville state one pick 135 the very first pick uh in the draft for the chiefs uh in in day three and another one of your favorite players in this draft maddie yeah i mean you start off with the very the very first pick they come off with is i mean absolutely one of my absolute favorite players see him at the senior bowl you just see a guy that has rare length and size that looks comfortable when he's in off coverage who looks like a guy that moves at a much smaller size you go dig up his tape and it's lower level of competition but just locks guys into place when he's pressing them there's plenty of footwork technique that needs to be worked on especially in press but the ball skills are there the physicality the ability to just simply move on the field all phenomenal absolutely great pick at 135 and I mean he fits Steve Spagnuolo's defensive scheme for cornerback to a T well and this is a guy that we've mocked to to the Chiefs in round three 
at different points. Like, oh yeah, we've believe uh, we've had him higher in in some than where the Chiefs were able to get him at 135. I mean, that's I think that's one of the trends of this draft is like we've really loved a lot of the players. About eight of these players we've we've had highly regarded. <laughs> we've mocked a lot of these players in a lot of different uh, you know a lot of different you know exercises throughout the pre-draft process, and so. You know, getting Joshua Williams at 135 after the two days that they had is just unbelievable. It's just unreal. And so um, getting getting Joshua Williams, uh, he, he got some opportunity, he got some exposure during the pre-draft process um, with, the, with, the, with the senior bowl. I know that's one of the places that you were able to get your first eyes on him. Yeah, I mean, and that's where you see it. You're getting a guy that's coming from an HBCU, you know, low-level competition. He steps it up. He goes to place the, the best seniors in college football, which is a good unit this year. And they step out there. He goes out there. He looks like he belongs. He has the athleticism. He has the mentality. He can do everything that they are asking for right there. He steps out. He shows good. And then you see the athletic testing when he goes through the combine. He just checks every single box. And then you look at his profile and Steve Spagnuolo and what he wants. I mean, it was a perfect fit. He ran a 4.53 at the NFL combine, 36-inch uh, vertical jump, 124-inch uh, broad jump. It's really good numbers for the cornerback out of Fayetteville State. Nine and a half inch hands, 32 and seven eighths arm length. And you said that the NFL Combine's arm lengths were a little bit shorter than normal? Yeah, I think so. Wow. So, I mean, this is just a, this is a, a height, weight, speed, really quality athletic profile. And a guy, you know, you, you don't want to throw the word best football is ahead of him too long, you know, too often. But, like, you genuinely believe the best football is ahead of him as he develops. He gets to exposure to some better talent uh, out there. And he will right off the bat with I mean, even uh, even the uh, even the rookie minicamp. He'll get some exposure to some really good players because Sky Moore will be out there among others. Okay, so the Chiefs got pick 158 from that Sky Moore trade. Yep. That they did in day when they moved back four picks. So they just moved back small in a, in a small move back to go and uh, you know to, to 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 move back still get Sky Moore. They get pick 158 back. And on well, top pick of 158 wasn't going to cut it. And pick 158 wasn't going to cut it. Brett Veach uses pick 233 and 158 to move up 13 spots to secure offensive lineman Darian Kennard out of Kentucky. Now, it's interesting. The Chiefs website has him marked and listed as a guard uh, on, their, on their draft tracker. Uh, but I think this is a guy, Darian Kennard, who, by the way, we had a third-round grade on, uh, which is obviously another one of those picks that we're absolutely geeked out about. <laughs> That is now move that that could compete at right tackle off the top. I would be I'd be a little surprised if he doesn't get to come in and compete at right tackle. Right, I think that's where you're going to start him because that's where he played the majority of his time at Kentucky. So he's six foot five, three hundred twenty two pounds, thirty five inch arms. We're checking off these Andy Reid you know check boxes for offensive tackle. He's not going to wow you with his athleticism or anything like that because he's a mauler. He's a big physical guy at tackle. But that's something the Chiefs can. That's kind of where you see the Chiefs are going a little bit right with their offensive line. So. The pick made a ton of sense. The value was absolutely phenomenal. It's I mean, incredible. He was, he was a top 100 recruit in all of high school coming out, and he's really good at Kentucky. He's you know he was at, during the season he was considered a top 32 pick by a lot of people that were doing mock drafts during the year. So phenomenal pick here, I think, at this point in time in the draft. Yeah, some people thought he was going to be a very early pick. Uh, if you'd asked a year ago, you probably are going to find him mocked relatively high. Uh, if you look from from mock from a year ago, there's a little bit of debate whether he's going to be able to hold up at right tackle or if he's going to have to kick inside a guard. But I don't think it matters, and it doesn't matter what position he plays. The value here is absolutely outstanding. He is going to be a guy. I will be stunned if Darian Kennard uh, doesn't complete his entire rookie deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. And 
if he doesn't make an impact in some way, be it even, even simply as a spot starter, I think that's like the floor right now for him because I think he's a guy with a little guard uh, tackle flexibility, which is a joke that you heard if you were listening to the uh, KCSN live draft coverage. <laughs> yeah. Um, guard, tackle, doesn't matter. This is a good football player. He's going to stick around in KC. You can't find a better round five pick than a guy like Darian Kennard. No, absolutely not. And, like, I would be surprised if he doesn't get a chance to can at least compete for that starting right tackle spot, right? Like, I really think he's going to get it, compete there. And he's been working with Duke Mannyweather. Chiefs had a little bit of luck with some uh, Duke Mannyweather's uh, uh, offensive lineman last year, so they go back to that well. I wouldn't be surprised to see him come in and have fixed some of, you know, some of his technical issues with his hands being a little late, with his footwork not always being super crisp. So he comes in, he's picked up a little bit on those things. I, I, I think you might see a guy that could come in and really compete right away. Absolutely, and when uh, we try to get <laughs> we tried to get Duke Manyweather on for some comment uh, to see if he wanted to come on and talk to us a little bit about uh, about Darian Kennard. He wasn't able to, but he was quote unquote pumped to uh, to have uh, huh? to have him in. Uh, in KC, so I mean, <laughs> you're looking here, and like even just if you just stop the draft there, you're thrilled. <laughs> right. You stop the draft here, and there's just this long gap. There's nearly a hundred. There was almost a hundred picks. There's 98 picks between the Chiefs' uh, pick with of Darian Kennard and uh, their next pick. But you looked at that first, you know, you looked at that first seven picks, and you're just beyond thrilled. You're just beyond thrilled with what this team was able to do, and they continued to do good things in round seven of the draft. And, like, I, I'm just blown away. I'm just blown away by this draft and what this team's been able to do. We were kind of lockstep with, the, with our belief with the same way with some of these players because you go to round seven. You go to cornerback again. You go Jalen Watson. Boom. The cornerback out of Washington State. Another one of those guys that you were a huge, huge fan of, Maddie. And I can't – I just I can say, it's, it, it, there's there's a trend here, but just go talk talk a little bit about Jalen Watson. Just another guy that I, I bet he sticks in the NFL. Which is, this is another corner, another player that we kind of went through one of these segments on. And, I mean, almost every single thing I said for Joshua Williams applies to Jalen Watson. Maybe even more so. Like, I thought he he jumped out to me first during the Senior Bowl at just being so nimble at his size. For being a six foot two corner, his footwork was absolutely phenomenal. And like Craig and I had the same thought independently of each other. And when we met up about and talked about it, that's when it kind of came up. So another guy. Fitz Spagnuolo's want what he wants. I don't know if he's quite as physical as Joshua Williams. I don't think he's quite as strong. But he's, he's, he moves really good. His feet are really nice. So I like him in this scheme. I like what he can do. And he's very willing to play on special teams and come up and hit guys and make tackles. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching him play. And I think that's right. There's a, there's a level of physicality to him uh, that you really like. I got to watch a little bit, about, a little bit of, of him. Uh, actually, I watched him a couple weeks ago. And yep. a lot of the things that you're echoing, I 100% agree with. Special teams ability is going to be there. And... Boy, just another really quality swing on an athletic profile, a physical profile. Uh, very similar. Ran a 6'2", 197 pounds, 32 and a quarter inch arms, 9 and 5 8 inch, inch hands. He ran a 4'5", 140. Uh, he bench pressed 18 reps. Didn't do the vertical, didn't do the broad jump, didn't do the three cone or any of those, those, uh, those quick twitch testings. But uh, or at least I, at the NFL combine, I have those numbers from his pro day. If we, if we yeah, go for it. So, 38-inch vertical jump, 11-foot broad jump, 
422 shuttle, 3.15 cone. And I think with him, there's a guy you do see some stiffness, right? And that's why you're probably maybe seeing Juco transfer up to Washington State. Then he played there for two years. That stiffness is probably why you do see him here, right? Like, this is a guy that usually works best when he's just working on the vertical plane and not chasing things horizontally. He's horizontally. Got, he's got some work to do. we letting guys get into his blind spot. Drake London really had a good game against him by getting into his blind spot. But he was still competitive at the line of scrimmage against, you know, and that's top 10 pick. Drake London to, yeah, Drake London to you guys. Um, so, good player. Really yeah. like this pick. I would have been happy. If they took him in round three, yeah, they got him in round seven. I think it was another guy that we were talking about in that round three range. Like that's about us. That's about where we would have been comfortable with. And I mean, getting him down here in round three. And I do agree. Yeah, you know, maybe the tra maybe the transitions are a little clunky at times, um, but that hasn't stopped Cheese from having some success. I mean, you look at Charvarius Ward. I know, he hasn't had the prettiest transitions at the top of a route. So uh, or closing on the, you know. So yeah, this is another length. Uh, length type guy and there's an overarching theme I'm telling you you can pay if you're paying attention right now you already see it but we'll deviate for away from that for a second Isaiah Pacheco at 251 Ooh. the running back out of Rutgers another guy that we said we bet sticks uh, I mean I'm talking even like the I bet he sticks segments there's like three of them in here <laughs> it feels good to kind of be here where we're at like you know maybe it's just as, as much work as we've done with these drafts the last few years, I, you're starting to get you know a pickup on some of the players that these guys might like. But honestly, when it comes to Isaiah Pacheco, I don't think there's a team that didn't like Isaiah Pacheco and, and a good value down here in round seven. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I mean, this is the kind of running back that every team absolutely falls in love with because he's physical. He's willing to do all the dirty work. He loves to pass protect, right? Like, that's what you're after. You're after these guys that love to pass protect at the position. But then wait, he's 216 pounds. He looks like he weighs 216 pounds. And then he runs a 437. Like, this man can move. So you get the ball to him. You let him slash through the line. Like, this is a home run hitter. Like, don't get it wrong. He's a physical pass protector, a physical runner, but he's a home run hitter. And when you talked about it, I think, on one of the earlier shows or in the live show, talking about just the Chiefs are getting all these guys that kind of have that dog in them, these physical guys. You want to see a running Definition. back run like his life is in danger? 
you watch Isaiah Pacheco because he runs like he his life is in danger on every single snap. There's so much football character in this draft class for the Chiefs, up and down it. And Isaiah Pacheco might be the one with the most football character of any of them. He's desperate for to, you know for the game of football. He loves the game of football. The way he plays, the effort he gives, even when his team's getting blown out, it is hard to not play with a kind of effort and intensity that he showed you know, on a bad football team. And I love getting a chance to watch him at the East-West Shrine Bowl. He really surprised me because, I, you know, maybe it was the scheme, the blocking, I don't know. But I didn't see a ton of burst and speed out of Isaiah Pacheco all the time. I, I, I wasn't as, as – I didn't believe in that, that speed as much until I got to get eyes on him at the Shrine Bowl. And watching his, some of his burst and speed down the sidelines, I was very impressed. I was very surprised to see the kind of movement skills and kind of speed that he showed. But it's all the other things. It's the pass protection ability that you were talking about. You know, just unbelievable, violent effort. Um, just great effort in run in, in, as a as a pass blocker. Um, the you know the, 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 just being able to play hard consistently even when your team's getting beat. He put a lot of good tape in. He's got a lot to be proud of. And uh, now he's a draft pick and he's a Kansas City Chief. I'm excited for it. I, I'm excited to see what he can do. I think he brings a different layer to this this team that they don't have at the position. So I, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what he can do. And I think he's a guy that won't have a big role early on, most likely, but he's a guy that can come in and give you some third down. I mean, Ronald Jones ain't, ain't pass protecting on third down, right? right. Clyde Rodzilaire has been hit or miss on that. Now, it looks like Clyde is probably your pass catching back right now. Like, that's your, that's your lead third down back, but... Pacheco might come in and be able to push for some of those reps, especially if you're anticipating them to be needed in pass protection. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, Isaiah Pacheco, another just home run hitter, a home run hire, or home run addition. Hitter, home run pick. Whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of, there. yeah, flexitility uh, is what I'm is what I'm going with. <laughs> a lot of so. flexitility there. Yeah, one more pick right before the Chiefs uh, got done. They had an extra uh, an extra seventh round pick, and with pick two fifty nine. They took cornerback Nazee Johnson out of Marshall. That's um, I don't know as much about him, right? This is, one, this is probably the first guy that I was like, okay, I have not actually seen him play, so I really got to go dig in. You like the physical profile, though. I mean, the athleticism is absolutely through the roof for him. I think he ran a 4-3-5, um, had fantastic jumps. Like, this is a guy that I – this is one of the guys that I really need Craig here for because I need to see the C-bat testing once you plug it in. I don't think – that he is going to get to, like, CBAT 1, and anybody listening kind of knows what that is, but he might be close. He might be CBAT 2 because, like, it's his process. The way he went through the athletic testing was phenomenal. Yeah, we're in cornerback athletic testing. It's in the KCSN draft guide. It's a metric that Craig Stout uses and built because, of course, he built it to kind of get an idea of athletic profiles and how they translate to the cornerback position. And top-tier cornerback athletic testers typically um, – will hit as contributors as soon as year one. Yeah. 77% of high cornerback athletic testers will play uh, and contribute in year one. And Johnson's a little undersized, you know, 5'10", 199, so good good thickness, but, you know, 5'10", 30-inch arms. But So this is kind of what I start to look at, though. He played a little safety. He played a little corner, right? 4.3840 yard dash, 42-inch vertical jump, 10-foot, 9-inch broad jump. Like, those are great numbers with a 16 bench, 16 bench press reps. It's a good... Good swing to take on an athletic profile. At worst, you're getting a special teams demon, right? I was reading through Dane Brugler's The Beast, who draft guide. Nobody does the work like Dane. He goes out there, and he's just using some of the words, you know, how tough, tough is dirt. This is the team captain doing all this stuff. This guy's going to be a special teams player at very, very minimum, and a good one. 
Yeah, we're looking at his athletic profile. Um, yeah, he, he ran a 43840. Um, some of his agility is 428 shuttle, 6953 cone. Really good broad, 42 inch vertical. Like, that's just, that's freaky. Um, gonna be interested to see where he winds up with the cornerback athletic testing profile. But yeah, another. I, you're just seeing, and this is this is what I was this is what I was wanting to talk about. By the way, born July 17, 1998, so he'll be 24 years old uh, during his rookie year. Nizzy Johnson will. He was a preferred walk-on uh, before he earned a scholarship. Shout out to him. Look at that self-made man. Now, hey, football character. You got to have football character to, to uh, go through that that uh, go through that path. Um, but one of the trends you're seeing is like the Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs are taking big swings on the defensive back position. You know, they're taking a lot of they're taking a lot of lottery tickets on the defensive back position. They made four picks uh, that they have classified as corners, and they made five picks in the secondary. Uh, oh, and the real quick, uh, Mike Rose has signed with the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, uh, linebacker. As an undrafted free agent, linebacker State. Mike Rose. That's a good one. State. That's a good player. I but, like that one. But anyway, so you see the day four approach, and it looks like the Chiefs are just throwing numbers at the cornerback to position to try <laughs> yes, to see they if they are. can get some guys to stick. I mean, that's the move, right? That's the way you should go about this at this point in time, right? You kind of just – they lost a lot of corners. They haven't had a lot of talent there. Like, I feel really good about Joshua Williams getting, you know, a ton of opportunities. He's also the one they invested the most in. I feel really good about Jalen Watson getting some opportunities because I think he's a good player. They didn't invest anything more than a seventh-round pick. But, I mean, I have him valued as a third-rounder. They get him in the seventh. I think he gets a chance, and you get uh, Nazee Johnson. Now you're going to – I do believe they'll be active in the UDFA market there. They're bringing in a lot of new talent to the secondary just to see what happens, to see if they can force this stuff to start to look better and start to play better. Yeah, they've thrown a lot of numbers at it. And, I mean, the, I just can't speak more highly of the swings at basically every pick that they've made. Like, that's what I'm just so blown away by and how well they've done, you know, taking some of these swings. And I, I have, a, like I, I, we said it earlier on the draft show, I have a hard time seeing this draft class fail. I have a hard time seeing you right. not get at least three quality players out of this draft and maybe even more. You might get, like, I see a path to success for about, like, even, like the, only, the only position I really see some struggles is the cornerback position. Maybe you just have such a logjam now. You know, if there's such a logjam with all these young guys, maybe that's why a couple, one, of the, one or two of these guys doesn't succeed the way you were anticipating. But at the same time, like, you, you've thrown such great numbers that you're going to find some guys that you're happy about. I mean, competition is where you get better, right? Competition is going to make better players. I'm, I'm okay with all the swings. I am absolutely okay oh, with Oh, for them. sure. I'm just, you know, if that, that's the only way I could see some of these guys. Like, I, you're going to get a quality corner out of this day three group. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like, I mean, like, realistically, as a cornerback, I only think you have Watson and Josh Williams competing for that role, right? And, like, there's plenty of room for those guys on this roster. And I know I understand Trent McDuffie's coming in. Rashad Fenton's a good player. You still have LeJarrius Sneed. But, like, there's room for both of those guys if they both hit on this roster right now. Well, so, like, I'm not – I guess I'm a little bit less concerned, like, from that regard. And I get what you're saying, especially because they both need some development. But, like – I'm happy taking both those guys. Just one of them hits. It's an A A A A plus. Right. Let alone you get two. Oh, absolutely. And but you got to think, Rashad Fenton, he's is on the final year. This is a this is a this is, is a this is a um, a contract year for him. Yeah. It's a contract year for Juan Thornhill. There's some defensive backs that they're kind of getting losing. DeAndre Baker. I mean, the De DeAndre B Baker experiment might be over sooner rather than later. 
Yeah, um, last year his contract too. So, I mean, they threw a lot of numbers at it. They're going to find some quality football players here to play in their secondary. I can't wait to see all this kind of unfold, the competition unfold at the cornerback position because they've, they've given themselves such great lottery tickets. It's so much fun. You just look at this entirety of this draft. I can't believe how good this thing fell to them. I can't. And I can't believe how many of our guys they took. They played it incredibly well. They did an awesome job. Brett Veach and company did so good with this draft. I mean, we love the players they took, and that's why we've been you know talking about them this whole time during the live show. But, I mean, this was fun. There's good players from top to bottom. There's guys I've never been so excited for a, you know, day three of an NFL draft and the players coming off the board. So, I'm excited. I can't really convey it because my voice is shot right now. Like, we are, we are wrapping up here at the Kingdom Bar and Grill, giving this final day three reaction here for you guys. And, I mean, I don't think we could be any happier looking forward to this season. We really couldn't. Um, we've been doing this. Uh, I, wanna, I want you to give me a draft. We're going to go quick fire. Grades. Grade for Joshua Williams at 135. A plus. Grade for Darian Kennard in a trade-up at 145. A plus. Grade for Jalen Watson, the cornerback, at a 243. A plus, plus. Grade for Isaiah Pacheco at 251. A minus. Grade for Nazee Johnson at 259. C. Perfect. Just because I, yeah, I, I always got to clarify, a C is a normal average grade. A C is exact value of what I anticipate. They crushed every single day three pick. Those picks that you claim don't matter, Matthew. Watch. <laughs> No, no, no. Joshua Williams is close enough to my cutoff to matter. Uh-huh. Jalen sure. Watson. Okay. Jalen, okay. Jalen Watson. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I want you to give me a grade for this entire draft now. I mean, I don't know how I give this thing any, anything short of just a flat A, if not an A+. Plus. Like, I mean, this is – they nailed fits. They nailed value. They nailed, nailed great players with upside, the ability to stop right now. I mean, dare I say this is an A-plus draft? This is undoubtedly an A-plus draft. Dare I say this is an A-plus draft? They absolutely crushed it. I am thrilled. I and we have been we've been we've been harsh graders on on Brett Veach's drafts Half, in the past. Very much. Unabashedly, we we won't we're not homers. We tie we try to, you know, we try to present realistic um, opinions about draft players and I mean I hated the Breland Speaks pick. And go back and look at my receipts on that. I love this draft. Yeah. I absolutely adore this draft. Brett Veach crushed it. It's an A plus for me. I can't believe where this team sits with all this draft, with all these draft picks. They sad news. Mark, I got sad news. Where did Marquand McCall sign? Marquand McCall has signed with the Panthers to keep pounding for Matt Rule. Bummer. Sad. Thank you to everyone that tried to get Marquand McCall to Yes, KC. we appreciate you guys. And shout out to Marquand McCall. I hope he goes and has a great career. I, I hope he I does. do too because he's so fall. much fun. Yeah, um, I don't want to interrupt you as we start to get out of here or anything like that. But here it is. I want to just... I want to sum up the Chiefs draft with exactly one quote from Isaiah Pacheco. He's ready. He said this. I'm ready to go in and take another grown man's job. Like, that is a perfect <laughs> phrase to say in for just this entire draft class, though. Like, it, that's their attitude. That dogs. is the demeanor of this draft class. Dog. He's ready to come in and take another grown man's job. Trent McDuffie, dog. George Kalafis, dog. Sky Moore, Dog. Just dogs up and down this board. This is an outstanding how draft. How are you going to stop that before Leo Chanel's death row? Like, how are you going to stop that meme? Death row Chanel. Dog. There we go. Josh Williams. Dog. That's going to do it for the day three recap of the KCSN draft show. Thank you all so much for, for all your support. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching the last three days. We had 1,000 people watching the final pick of the draft. 
a thousand people watching the final pick of the draft. Uh, we broke a million downloads. These guys are the best. We broke a million downloads today on KC Sports Network in year one. I can't tell you the amount of gratitude we have for all you've done to support what we're doing. We really appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna take we're not gonna be back for the we're not gonna be back for the the KC Laboratory on Monday, but we will be back very 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 soon. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for your support. We'll catch you later. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.